from St. Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air. We're hopeful, cautiously optimistic, that the amount of resources available will be enough to stop a major, you know, tidal wave of evictions after the uh, lifting of the moratorium and after law enforcement can start carrying out evictions. Illinois has done really well with the partnership between Governor Pritzker and the General Assembly. As I said, the Illinois eviction moratorium has been uh, stronger and more far-reaching uh, than the federal moratorium or the moratoriums that, that uh, other states have had. What kind of resources are available? If somebody's listening to this and they're like, yep, I fall in that camp, um, what would you suggest should be their first stop as they try to get some help? Well, there's two key websites that people uh, should visit. One is illinoisrentalassistance.org. There's also another website, evictionhelpillinois.org, that's specifically focused on connecting people with legal resources. I'm Sarah Fenske. In just two weeks, Illinois begins phasing out its eviction moratorium. That's 17 months after Governor J.B. Pritzker first put a stop to evictions in the midst of the pandemic. So what happens next and what does it mean for tenants and landlords? Our guest today has the latest. Bob Palmer is policy director at Housing Action Illinois. That's a statewide coalition of roughly 150 community organizations, including homeless shelters and housing counseling agencies. And he joins us today. Bob Palmer, welcome. Thanks for having me. So, Bob, give it to us straight. What happens in Illinois on August 1st? Uh, well, in Illinois and at the national uh, level, the, the federal eviction moratorium is ending at the end of July, and then also the state moratorium is ending or being phased out at the end of July. So the Illinois moratorium has always been uh, quite a bit stronger than the uh, federal level moratorium. And what's happening in Illinois, unlike uh, most other states, is that uh, Governor Pritzker made announced some changes last week, but then a day or two later, the Illinois Supreme Court put out their own order saying that during August, basically they are going to be referring all cases uh, that can start to be filed on August 1. Uh, they're temporarily staying them and referring them to rent assistance and other types of programs that will uh, have the goals of trying to keep people in their home or avoid uh, eviction. So during that time, people can still apply for rent assistance through uh, social service providers and or the court. And so even with the moratorium lifted during that time, you mean during the month of August, things are still somewhat on hold? Yes. Uh, landlords can begin to file cases in court against tenants if it's just a non-payment of rent issue. Uh, landlords have always been able to file cases if they, you know, have alleged that the tenant is, uh, you know, significantly violating uh, the lease in a way that puts uh, health or safety at risk, but they haven't been able to file if it's just a non-payment issue, which is the vast majority 
of cases. So mm-hmm. they can start to do that on August 1, but then their cases will be automatically stayed uh, for uh, one month, the court is saying right now. And again, they'll be referring uh, the cases to uh, rent assistance uh, resources or mediation resources, various types of social service uh programs. So I want to talk a bit about that rent assistance um, issue in just a moment. But before we get to that, I feel like it has been announced so many times the eviction moratorium is going to expire. It's going to expire. And I'm speaking mostly of the federal one here. But then at the last minute, it always seems to get extended. Is there a chance that could still happen in this case? Um, Well, I've can't totally predict the future, but I think the, the chances are very unlikely. Hmm. Uh, what, one thing that's also going on with the uh, Illinois moratorium, there still is uh, going to be in August a moratorium on law enforcement carrying out evictions if it's a non-payment case. Again, the situation is different if there's uh, elder safety uh, violation. Uh, but Governor Pritzker has committed in the media and to us and other uh, groups uh, that he's going to keep that, uh, also keep that restriction on law enforcement actually, you know, carrying out evictions f- under the worst case scenario, you know, forcibly removing people uh, from their homes through the end of August. So this month of August is really crucial as a transition period, uh, especially for uh, tenants and landlords who have not yet applied for rent assistance to uh, do so. Um, uh, Illinois. Uh, and local governments have had rent assistance programs available, and our hope is that uh, a lot of the people who have been behind on their rent are going to be assisted by those programs. And then in August, we can really focus on people who have not uh, previously applied. Okay. So you don't see another extension coming. I know that the CDC has said, this is it, July 31st, this is over. So there's going to be sort of a month for everybody to sort of get their head around this before anybody actually gets evicted. But that means trying to get rental assistance. Does Illinois have the resources to get this kind of assistance to anybody who needs it? Well, the federal government has, uh, uh, through the last couple COVID-19 relief packages, has uh, committed about a billion and a half dollars in rent assistance for Illinois, again, for state governments and some uh, uh, local governments. I've got this question a lot, and I'm never quite sure how to answer it, because I would say we're hopeful, cautiously optimistic, that the amount of resources available will be enough to stop a major you know, tidal wave of evictions after the uh, lifting of the moratorium and after law enforcement can start carrying out evictions. But honestly, not really sure. And I would say from our, the perspective of our organization, we'll, we'll be working with our partners around the state to kind of monitor uh, how things go during August and maybe uh, appealing to the court and or uh, you know, the governor's office to take additional steps before totally lifting all moratorium uh, protections or you know, lifting these temporary stays that the court uh, is doing, depending on how uh, quickly and efficiently the rent assistance can be distributed in August. You use the phrase tidal wave. I know there's so much we don't know right now, but do you predict that we will get a tidal wave of evictions? Again, I'm consciously optimistic um, that we won't, certainly because landlords have generally not been able to file. There's going to be a surge in filing uh, evictions in August, and we'll be looking to, you know, see how those numbers uh, compare to what we know about, you know, data before the uh, 
pandemic because, you know, evictions have been uh, a longstanding uh, issue and crisis. There's been a lot more public attention on it because of the pandemic and the eviction moratorium and so many people have lost uh, uh, income or work hours and have struggled to pay the rent. But for many people, there was an eviction crisis going on well before the pandemic. And we know that that's, you know, not going away until we create a society where everyone has access to uh, affordable housing. I understand the U.S. Census Bureau has made some estimates um, about Illinois households' ability to pay the rent in the coming months. What kind of picture are they painting? Well, yes, they are doing some surveys, which they stress is sort of based on, uh, you know, experimental data methods uh, uh, they're using. But in the uh, most recent household survey they did, uh, they are are suggesting there's over 100,000 uh, households that are concerned about uh, being evicted, either because they think it's somewhat likely or there's very likely they're going to have an eviction filed against them in the next um, two months. But they, you know, again, they stress kind of their sampling error is uh, large. And again, this is, uh, you know, their best estimate. So, okay. so 100,000 Illinois households. Uh, that, that could be a lot. What kind of resources are available? If somebody's listening to this and they're like, yep, I fall in that camp, um, what would you suggest should be their first stop as they try to get some help? Well, there's two key websites that people uh, should visit. One is IllinoisRentalAssistance.org. Uh, this is a website that the Illinois Department of Human Services and the Illinois Housing Development Authority uh, have developed. And if you click on the, uh, there's lots of great information on here, but if you click directly on the provider network section, you can look up for any state in the region and find out uh, what local group you can apply to uh, for rent assistance and then also uh, legal assistance. Um, Again, a lot of people may think because uh, the Illinois Housing Development Authority, IDA, had this online web portal that recently uh, closed on July 18th that they can no longer apply for rent assistance, but that's not correct. You can't apply through the uh, provider network on their website. There's also another website, evictionhelpillinois.org, that's specifically focused on connecting people with legal resources. Um, they need as part of Illinois' uh, response to the uh, pandemic and the uh, risk of evictions. They are funding um, many nonprofit uh, public interest attorneys in all parts of the uh, state to assist people uh, in court. Hmm. So those are two great options. That's evictionhelpillinois.org, illinoisrentalassistance.org. We encourage people to check those out. Uh, Bob, I'm curious about your take on how overall the Pritzker administration has done compared to other governors across the U.S. when it comes to these issues of um, evictions and housing in the middle of this pandemic. Well, I would say compared to other States, uh, Illinois has done really well with the partnership between Governor Pritzker and the General Assembly. As I said, the Illinois eviction moratorium has been uh, stronger and more far-reaching uh, than the federal moratorium or the moratoriums that, that other states have had. Um, Illinois kind of got ahead of things uh, under the CARES Act, which was one of the first COVID-19 relief packages that Congress uh, passed and committed significant uh, rental assistance uh, dollars and also mortgage assistance 
uh, dollars to assist people, and Illinois got more of those dollars out by far than any other state uh, in the nation. So that certainly puts us uh, in a better position today than other states around the nation as the uh, federal moratorium list and as the Illinois moratorium phases out. I'd be also curious to hear your thoughts about um, the Metro East area that's part of our, our coverage area here outside St. Louis. Um, how have organizations there done in terms of providing assistance and being able to meet the needs in front of them? Uh, well, we do have some contact both uh, with groups in Madison County and St. Clair County and also in the uh, uh, Quincy area. I think in general, all nonprofit organizations and local governments are struggling because there's more and more uh, people calling them renters, homeowners, you know, just people who have lost income and uh, they've had so much to d respond to during the pandemic. And uh, unfortunately, generally, uh, they haven't been able to, um, even though there's been a lot of federal government assistance, haven't been able to staff up in a sufficient way to address all the resources. So I'm um, so, but I know, you know, from talking to groups uh, like Catholic Urban Programs and the Madison County uh, Urban League and others that they are really, you know, kind of on it like every day of the week to try and connect people uh, with resources that mm -hmm. they need. So, Bob, last question for you today, and I got to warn you, this is a big question. You mentioned that evictions weren't just a crisis because of the pandemic, that this was a problem that predated COVID-19. What will it take as a society to make a dent in this problem? Is there anything on the horizon you'd point to that, that seems like a step in the right direction? Yes. Well, we are actually focused with our national partners on the infrastructure bill that's being negotiated between President Biden and Congress. Uh, right now, and we're hoping, for example, in a significant increase for housing choice uh, vouchers to help extremely low-income uh, people pay the rent for major increases in uh, public housing funding and also for a, a program called the National Housing Fust Trust Fund uh, that creates rental housing resources for uh, people with the lowest uh, income. So we're, that is not in the bipartisan uh, package. It's more in the partisan uh, package that uh, uh, hopefully with the support of all the Democrats will uh, move through Congress very soon. So some hope there. Well, Bob Palmer, uh, Policy Director at Housing Action Illinois, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. I appreciate us uh, being able to help get the word out uh, through your program. And we do want to mention again, if you're an Illinois uh, tenant or if you're a landlord and you're looking for help, um, you know, these, these eviction moratoriums, they all begin to end on July 31st. There's going to be a one month to deal with these issues before things can move forward. So you want to check out IllinoisRentalAssistance.org and EvictionHelpIllinois.org. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. If you learned something new from today's episode, consider leaving us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the easiest way to help people discover our show. We appreciate it. Thank you. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association 
committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.